Welcome to the My Best Mom Friend Podcast. My name is Sandra, and I'm the virtual mom bestie you didn't know you needed. Grab a cup, make yourself comfortable, and allow me to spill the tea on motherhood. Welcome back. Today, I want to touch on the wonderful topic of being the preferred parent. If you are a toddler mom or dad, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. I think most often toddlers favor their moms early on. I could be wrong about that. That's just my experience and what I hear from most of my friends. It's a very interesting place to be. For me personally, we're going through this stage right now with my two-year-old. He is um, 27 or 28 months old, just to give you some perspective here. And I have been the preferred parent since he was like, I don't know, six months old or before then even. (laughs) So I'm constantly waiting to see like when will this change and flip-flop. Um, I know it will eventually. I know that everything is just a phase and everything will change. But there are pros and cons to being the preferred parent and we're going to get into it. This episode is sponsored by SlumberPod. Whether you're on a vacation, battling daylight savings time, or at grandma's house during nap time, SlumberPod is your best friend. Gone are the days of shoving your play yard into a dark closet. Vacations with Littles are a breeze because you no longer need to spend your energy creatively fabricating makeshift blackout curtains. Just assemble the SlumberPod, turn up the sound machine, and enjoy your evening without sitting quietly in the dark. SlumberPod can also be a big help at home for parent or sibling room sharing. It's so good that my girlfriends have been begging me to borrow it for all of their travel plans. I really should start charging rental fees. SlumberPod is a portable, nearly blackout dark, affordable solution for any family to get a good night's sleep. Get your own SlumberPod at slumberpod.com and use my code MYBESTMOMFRIEND at checkout for $20 off your order. So let me give you an example. Say you've done the bulk of the work that day or the bulk of the caretaking for whatever reason. It's bedtime. Your partner very kindly says, you know what, honey? You just relax. I am going to handle bedtime. Okay? Wonderful. So kind of you. Thank you, dear husband, for granting me permission to sprawl out on the couch and rest for two brief minutes, okay? So you're excited. You're looking forward to laying on the couch for a few minutes and your husband or your partner gets your toddler upstairs to the tub and all you hear is a whiny toddler screaming, no data, no data, mommy do it, no data, mommy. Okay, does that 
Does that paint a picture? That's what it's like at my house quite often. Um, pretty much bedtime. Okay, so my husband and I do bedtime together always unless like he's out playing sports or occasionally when I go out to meet a girlfriend for a drink. So when I say we do it together, we go upstairs together, we do the the general routine together, which consists of wrangling a toddler that doesn't want his diaper changed. Um, it involves getting his pajamas on when he insists on leaving on the dirty shirt from daycare. Then we have to convince him to take his medication. He has a daily thyroid uh, pill that he takes. So that's always really fun. He loves to like throw it on the ground first and then we have to like dive through the carpet and like pull the carpet back everywhere to find this damn little white pill. Oh my gosh. Um, what's next? Uh, we brush his teeth, which really is just my toddler sucking the toothpaste off the toothbrush. We are still working on navigating um, dental hygiene over here. And then, yeah, I think those are like the four main components of things that he fights us on. And then comes my turn. So mommy is responsible for reading the books and then rocking, singing, putting him in his crib and rubbing his back because that is how he falls asleep. That is the super long routine that we have created for ourselves. So here we are. If you're new to parenthood, I just want to give you one key piece of advice. And that is anytime you decide, oh, this would be a fun little addition to how we do things, or this would be a nice little change up, just be aware and be mindful that whatever that one fun little thing is that you want to tweak and add, that thing is going to be a part of whatever your routine is literally forever. Okay. It's never a one-time thing. I brought a pouch in the car for my son one time on the way home from daycare. You better believe he expects a pouch every single day now. Things like that. You know what I mean? Little things that you don't think about that become a thing. So keep that in mind. Okay. So, so you see like we do bedtime together, but then, then comes this like 20 minute section of bedtime that I do alone because when he was younger, my husband and I would switch off. Like he would rock him one day, I would do it the next day um, so that each person could clock out like 20 minutes early. I will say my husband is amazing and he goes downstairs and does the dishes from dinner instead of just plopping down on the couch and making himself comfortable. But I know we don't all have husbands that are like absolute neat freaks and love to clean. Like my husband much more prefers to clean than me. So he does a lot of the cleaning and yes, I realize how incredibly lucky I am. Okay, so if my husband says, you know what, 
I'm going to read to you tonight, buddy. You know what he says? No, Dada. Mommy read. Mommy read. Mommy do it. No, Dada. So, Mommy gets to read Goodnight Moon 100,000 times this year and last year. Or whatever the book of choice is. <laughs> um, okay, but so in all seriousness, I do love being the preferred parent. It has a lot of perks. You get the majority of the snuggles, the kisses, the hugs, the I love yous. I mean, it's so beautiful. It's, I mean, I, as hard as it can be at times, I am trying to just soak it all in and remind myself, like, eventually my son will not crave me like this. He will not seek out my love to the same like extent as he is right now. And me being someone whose love language is like affection, words of kindness and affirmation and physical touch, having those like hugs, those big toddler hugs from my son, it's literally my love language and it just brings me so much joy. So I'm just trying to constantly remind myself how lucky I am that I am literally his entire world. Like he basically revolves around me. And how cool is that, right? So then on the flip side, you have my husband or your husband or partner who is just like, I don't know. He's just, what is it called? What do we say? Um, what is that word when you're just like kicked over to the side? It's like, I don't know. Uh, oh, chopped liver. Yeah. My husband is chopped liver all the time. Wow. Why did it take me so long to think of that? You know what? These are the moments in my podcast where I could so easily pause and delete and start over But some of these segments, I just don't delete because I'm like, you know what? I am a human. I'm a mom. I'm a busy mom. I don't always have time to redo everything. So I would rather share the realness and share the fact that I make mistakes or have these moments of mom foggy brain where I can't think of the most basic word or phrase. So anyways, my husband has moments, I think, where he just feels really frustrated. I mean, I don't want to really speak on his behalf here, but it's kind of, he's gotten to a point where I would say 75% of the time he has learned to accept that he is number two for my son and just accepts it. And then the other 25% of the time, there are moments where he, I can sense he's frustrated and not thrilled that if I walk away to go do something or I walk upstairs to go brush my teeth and my son is with my husband, he just starts screaming, like screaming hysterically for me. And of course that's going to make you feel like crap. It, It makes both parents feel like crap. You feel guilty for walking away or going to the store or doing something for you. And then the like less preferred parent feels like crap because 
their child who they fathered or birthed, like, literally wants nothing to do with them. I mean, not a good feeling. I haven't been on the other end of it, so I can't really speak to that. Um, I have had a few moms reach out to me whenever I've shared this topic over on my Instagram, just saying like, oh, I wish I could relate because for us, it's the opposite. My toddler prefers my husband. So I think that variation is a little bit less common, but either way, it can be challenging on both parents, regardless of who the preferred parent is. So the preferred parent never gets a break. You never get a moment to yourself because your toddler just comes looking for you and screaming at the top of their lungs. Like my husband has the beautiful freedom of enjoying his morning poop, okay? Like being super candid here, I think we can all agree that we like to do this in peace and privacy and the quiet. We want to scroll on our phone. I don't know, whatever it is you do while you're sitting there. Maybe you do a crossword puzzle, a Sudoku, I don't know. I usually just scroll Instagram and I like to do so in peace. Well, my husband can go to the bathroom, do the wordle, like pick out his fantasy players for the week, whatever that's called, his lineup, who knows. Um, can read an article, like can do all of these beautiful things during his like super long morning poop and I am doing it with a toddler standing next to me, like staring at me doing my business, asking me questions about my poop or what's that mommy? What's that? Um, and like trying to squeeze his way in between like the toilet and the wall. And I'm just like, Oh, like dude, like don't go back there. It's like dusty and gross. I never get to clean back there. <sighs> then sometimes they comment on your poop. Um, I'm always worried that in that moment in between <laughs> flushing and closing, like bringing the lid down, that he is going to throw whatever toy he's holding into the toilet. Um, it has yet to happen, but that's literally something I think about every single time. Some mornings... <sighs> He insists on being so close to me that he sits on my lap while I pee or go number two. I mean, moms just don't get personal space. And if I do manage to make it in there and close the door, usually there will be a little two-year-old banging on the door, begging to get inside. So if you still have a baby, this is a lovely glimpse into toddlerhood. But I will say, it is a beautiful time. It has its own hard moments, but it is such a beautiful, fun time. I'm going to try and think of a few more things that I hear my toddler often say throughout the day when it comes to me being the preferred parent. So it will be things like, no dada, mommy cut it. No dada, mommy changed my diaper. No, Dada, mommy sit here. And then if I walk away, it's like, mommy, hold me, hold me. Um, mommy, I go with you. Mommy, mommy, mommy. I mean, I, <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times in a day I hear the word mommy. 
again, I feel so deeply honored to be this tiny person's everything. I wouldn't trade it for the world, but it's fun to vent about it. Don't you think? Um, I would love to hear from you guys over on Instagram at my best mom friend. If this is something that you're currently going through or have experienced and how you and your partner handle that balance. So I often see, um, in like parenting articles that this happens because toddlers, um, want to like be in charge and kind of like make their own decisions and have sort of that, that power. So whatever it is, you know, it's interesting. That's all I can say. Um, preferred parent really never gets a break and the non-preferred parent probably just feels like a big pile of shit. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. So if you're on the other end of it, I'm so sorry that you're not the preferred parent right now. I'm sure it is incredibly hard. All I can say is enjoy pooping in peace. Um, Enjoy not reading the same book a million times. And, uh, what else can I say? I don't know. Like enjoy not being the one to have to sit in the back with your kid when they're screaming for you to sit in the back rather than up front in the passenger seat. Um, you're not the one that is always sitting next to your toddler during mealtime. And so you get to eat your entire meal. Whereas I always have to share with my toddler because he inevitably always steal so much food off my plate. Let's see what else. Mm, I feel like that's all I can really think of for right now. So yeah, lots of pros and cons. So anyways, I know eventually this will shift and he will probably look forward to doing sports and things like that with my husband as he gets older. And I am going to miss these moments so much. So Not to be like spreading toxic positivity and sprinkling that all over you, but just remember, take a deep breath and remember that the toddler years are short, even though they feel long and we're going to make it through this and we're going to look back and miss the snuggles we really are. Just take it all in as best as you can and find a good friend that you can vent to when it gets hard. So that's what I'm here for. I am your virtual mom bestie that you can vent to about anything and everything real, raw, honest motherhood. So shoot me a message over on Instagram if you ever want to chat. I try to get back to my DMs as quickly as possible. (sighs) So yeah, I'm going to go back to being the preferred parent for the rest of the day and I'll see you again next time. Thanks for tuning in. For more, follow along on Instagram at mybestmomfriend. I'll see you again next time.